really fighting and yeah. Where's where's the road trip? Where are you going? I gotta go take my I gotta go pick up my mom from Florida and come right back. Uh, yeah. What what part of Florida? Uh West Palm Beach. Oh, okay. So what's that from y'all? Like five, six hours? <laughs> You're right. Like eight hours if you go the tollway. Um if you don't go the tollway like seven something. Oh there. Yeah. And I and I, I'm sleepy from yesterday, not going to sleep. So I know, like, after I'm done with you, I gotta go to sleep. Oh my! You didn't go. You didn't get no rest yesterday. I did get rest, but it was like that. Oh my god! Tomorrow's Friday, but I'm not sleepy. I'm staying up for no reason, type of shit. Oh uh, yeah, one of those stay awake half the night, just talk for no reason. For no reason. Yeah. Nothing even exciting going on. You just like I got Nothing. a lot of stuff to do this weekend. Nothing, but here we are. Let me introduce the show so we could get going because mm-hmm. I am tardy for the show. I apologize. Um, welcome <laughs> over to the Real Relationship Report, where we discuss relationship type shit. My name is Shan from Shanby Potted. From she gets it pod another podcast that is dungeon og underscore dungeon on ig you can find us on twitter at the real rr show and we come here twice a month um every other friday to give you a show that you know a show topic that dungeon may want to talk about or i may want to talk about and we share thoughts with you and we share thoughts with each other and we leave with different perspectives and something you could learn from so tonight's topic is when to take them seriously this is definitely dungeon's topic because for me <laughs> it's rare that i take anybody seriously and it's not because everybody is at fault but it's more so because i have to build up my um my threshold to allow people's actions to match their words Mm. and right now I feel like I'm at like 70% not 100% with that Mm -hmm. you know we all deal with people in our past and we all deal with shit and someone's good and someone's bad but when it's not great and we put faith in someone and uh, back it with effort and then it doesn't work out. It's kind of like you got to build up that faith again. You just can't jump right into the shit. And mm-hmm. so for me, when I when you said this title, it's kind of like, are you ready to be the person you say you want to be? Are you ready to make space for the person you say you want to walk in your life? And if somebody asked me that today, I would have to be honest and be like, I'm at a 70%. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the other thing is, I already knew what you was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> you can also go the other perspective with this, where it's a bunch of people jumping in relationships too soon. See, you're doing it the responsible way. Yeah, you know. But I'm I'm here. I'm here to listen to your excuses oh, and, to, and to lecture the people jumping in relationship after relationship mm-hmm. with somebody that ain't got no business being in a relationship. It, you know what I mean? That's that's the other way this goes. Like a lot of people, just they 
ignore red flags and they just jump right into it like, oh, you know, this person mowed my lawn or changed my oil in my car. He must be the one for me. Let me just jump into the relationship. Let's start living together. You know, working from home, I watch all these judge shows now in the middle of the day when I ain't got shit to do. And the amount of people who be on here suing somebody for a couple thousand dollars for unpaid rent and all this <laughs> stuff for, for somebody that they didn't know. Oh, yeah, we, we knew each other for, for two two months that we moved in together. Even the judge would be like, what? Why would you do that? And they're like, well, you know, we had a good first date. What the fuck is that supposed to be? Right. We had a good first date, so we figured we should live together. And then some of you other dummies will be like, we had a good first date, so we figured we should have children together. Like, yeah. It's just like, what is wrong with some of y'all? I don't, I really don't get it. But you know, like, it's so crazy. Sometimes back in the day, that used to be like your grandparents' story. You know, I saw her across, you know, the the market and I talked to her, been together ever since. But we're don't li- we don't live in those times. Yeah. We live in times where people are fucking Crazy. Crazy is the key word. And so we just got to move with a bit more wisdom, a bit more um, intelligence, and know the difference between our pussy brain and our dick brain and our top brain. And I feel like I have a good amount of discipline on my pussy brain and my top brain. Whereas the 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 luxury of being naive in my twenties cannot withstand the shit I need to do in my thirties. Mm-hmm. And so with that, it's kind of like, damn, I do miss the days where I was really excited to see somebody, or I do miss the days where I was really excited to get a text or somebody to pull up on me and just hang out outside. I can't get excited about that shit now because. <laughs> too many of those good feels went nowhere and so it's kind of like it's not fair for me to um, engage with someone with negative 80% hope mm-hmm. because, they, because they don't deserve that it's kind of like if you if you like me and you're interested in me I deserve to have your time they deserve to have my time and if honestly that's what I feel like they deserve I gotta be like a hundred percent prepared for it if I go in 70 percent prepared for it guess what's gonna happen they gonna get they gonna get shunned early like they mean any, <laughs> any little problem I'm telling Shun. you any little problem I'm out you know what I'm saying my threshold hasn't been a hundred percent in relationships since 2007 well I feel you I mean once you're once you're that gauge is broken yeah it, it takes a while to get back uh and it takes almost a miracle to get back because it, and it sucks that you know it takes a while to learn these lessons that we're now trying to teach people for the greater good and mm-hmm. half of them still aren't listening but oh well we're mm-hmm. still doing our job out here but yeah. a lot of people really don't like understand like about the healing process and not rushing to jump and 
and be with somebody and, and just live with somebody. I, look, hold on. I'm in here doing this shit, and I did the same shit myself. I lived with somebody too early, and that was the worst relationship of my life. You mm. know what I mean? But it was a lesson learned, and it's not something I would ever do again. Like, no woman could ever convince me, you know, to be like, hey, uh, you know, I know we had a good time tonight. Maybe we should move in with each other. I'm like, you can get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> it took me years before I moved in with my, my current girl. You know what I mean? Because I had learned from my last relationship. We waited three years before we decided to move in together, which is fine because now <laughs> I know her. I know she's not crazy. I know what she's about. I understand her financial situation, what her goals are in life, what we can do together, what we can build for, and then take it from there. But a lot of you people won't go that far. It's not it's not that in depth because half the time you're spending time trying to get rid of people. And then you're getting rid of the wrong fucking people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the problem. You're so 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 um content on having good fallback game and oh I'm gonna play them out before they play me that you sit there and do that to the person that actually wanted to treat you right. And have yep. a real relationship with you, but as soon as Mister Brokeity Broke come around, Mister Mr. Mr. Full of Potential come around, you yeah. will give this nigga ninety thousand chances. He can cheat on you all he wants. He can be homeless all he wants. He can be jobless all he wants. It doesn't matter because you know what? I feel like this guy has potential. I love all the drama that comes with him. I love how life is beating him down, and I'm gonna be the one that changes him. And fixes his life. But once That's- again, you fail. Another dude who's cheating on you gets you pregnant, leaves, or stays and is worthless and has no money to help take care of his child. And you sit around being angry. But for what? What are you actually angry for? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what you're bad for. You wanted this. This wasn't no accident. We're going to stop pretending like these filthy, worthless dudes you got pregnant by were mm-hmm. an accident. Like they slid in the vagina on some deceptive shit. No, they didn't. They weren't being deceptive. You said that after the fact. They weren't being, they were exactly. It was an invitation to my gangster nation. Yes. It was exactly, (laughs) they were exactly who they said they were. They were telling you about how life ain't treating them fair and how the white man's holding them down. And if if it weren't for him, they'd be doing much better. And if their rap career would just take off. And your dumb ass sat there and fell for it for the fifth time in a row. With two other kids by the same type of nigga. That's the part I don't get. Praise God. <laughs> like, ow, sis. Come on. But you can't figure out when to take them seriously. Because as soon as the nigga come around, they want to treat you right. Now you want to be skeptical. This is the most idiotic thing I've ever seen. Let me tell you something. I, have you ever sabotaged a relationship for the greater good? I think I may have, but I'm going to listen to your example first because I'm I'm pretty sure I have done this. (laughs) I've sabotaged two relationships for the greater good. Um, For what greater good? Okay, so my first relationship was on some high school sweetheart shit, right? Uh Uh-huh. And we were neighbors and he, he's just a very, like, he's huge. Like I'm talking six, three, 
240-something pounds high school. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Don't play no sports. <laughs> not active, very chill and relaxed. Um, not, uh, well, his whole family are drinkers, but he's an alcoholic. They just drink, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, he likes to play play spades country. His family from Mississippi. Um, but but very like fucking kind and uh, always want to know about shit. A very a very big like people person. Yeah. But as far as like aspirations and goals and sticking to something and having drive, oh my god! <laughs> and we could never engage in a intellect what do you want to get out of life way and that's what like turned me off because how can you wake up every day and just go to school because legally you have to and your teacher is so sick of your distractions in class that they just pass they pass you and it's not because you're dumb it's just because you don't give a fuck to do the work Uh uh-huh and um, how can you just want to work a job to get money but not have a goal for yourself and, and you don't have a purpose? I didn't understand it. And I didn't want him to... It wasn't that I wanted him to feel bad because he didn't have those things. If a person doesn't have that, you don't have that. You can't yeah. fake you can't fake purpose. You can't fake drive. It's just something that you don't have. And he was just like one of those people still to this day, very comfortable with waking up, going to work, picking up your dry cleaning, um, you know, coming home, getting the same drink, eating the same food, going to the same spot, uh, go meeting up the same people. I might use my a million days of vacation or I might not. And come back home on Monday, do it again. He's he was too routine for me. And mm-hmm. I felt like because he really loved my guts from the inside and out. Uh, my family would invite him over to the house when I wasn't there. I'll be working or you know, at class, and he'll be just at the house, like chilling, eating, hanging out. And um he never talked to me badly, never mistreated me, never cheated on me, never like made my family second guess where he was with me. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I felt like he didn't have any boundaries for me. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't like when men don't have boundaries for me because they're so engulfed in me. Let because, me No, I'm gonna finish I I I'm gonna add on to that. Because because to me that means you lack you lack boundaries in yourself. And mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want nobody to love me to the point where they allow me to do anything to them or allow anything to to hurt them in a way, well, at least I got her. It's okay. I know I'm wounded, but at least I got her. I didn't want him like that. And yeah. I felt like it wasn't a part of, oh, he loves me more than I love him. It was more so I had to sabotage it and end it because I don't want to get to a point where I'm lying to you that I'm happy and I'm fulfilled and you can't fulfill me because there's a, a part of you that you're not that I need in a man to be driven and have other goals outside of working for somebody. Yep. 
And so I did sabotage that relationship for the greater good. And then there was another one that I sabotaged because he 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 was raised by he was raised around too many women, and he wasn't balanced enough in a in a man way to mm. be, be the man I needed. So let's say if I if I walked in the house and there was a bug on the door, this man would be in the hallway until the bug moved. <laughs> a man like that or somebody walking their dog on a leash this man will have to cross the street uh, this is ridiculous exactly so it's kind of like sir I need you I don't I, I need to be around a man where I feel fucking safe like yeah, if that's... try to violate me or a, a bug or a dog I need you to step in front and handle that and he was he could never be that man and that was okay I'm not knocking him I'm not saying he's a horrible person because he would never be that man I'm just saying for what I need so I don't belittle you so I don't make you feel less than because of what I need honestly I can't further this relationship because I can't be like oh yeah you can't do this I'm talking about this man hated anything with four legs so future wise in my mind dungeon I was like oh if we had kids they will never go to the zoo they will never have a dog. They will <laughs> this, and it was it was like all of these things that I was knocking off as a possibility to have a future with him. For what? <laughs> like if if somebody is not cut out for you in their honest form without lying, stop pursuing them, thinking you're going to be able to change them. And so I sabotaged two of my two out of the five relationships I had because I knew forward wise they would never be able to fulfill me. And I don't ever want to be in a position of damn, I would like somebody to fuck me right tonight. But I'm in a yeah, face I'm in a faithful relationship. So like I don't want to be in a position to cheat because you can't fulfill me. Mm-hmm. So yes, I sabotage two out of the five. So I I can't say I've ever sabotaged a relationship for that because the greater good for me is always for me. So I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck about the greater good for anybody else. Uh but I did I or currently I do have a female acquaintance who's a friend of mine who I actually watched do the exact same thing. I watched her and I told her it was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Do the exact same thing you did with your first uh greater good moment. She would always tell me about her man. She would like, oh, I'm in the club all the time. He don't care. I, I'd be hanging out with all my guy friends. I was like, nah. I was like, you need some structure in your life. And she's like, no, I don't, Jay. I can do whatever I want. I was like, but that's not good. I'm like, what are you in a relationship for? I'm like, you act like you're single. Right. Like, it's like, she's like, how do I act like I'm single? I'm like, because you don't have any boundaries. Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I was like, you could go and sleep over another man's house and and he wouldn't care or he'd say he didn't care but like you ain't doing no shit like that to me because one the boundaries and respect i was right. like this thing's not making you respect him right. i was like there's no way a grown-ass man is just gonna be like oh yeah i'm okay with everything just like you said everything is okay with me and i was like yo when you find a man that's, that thinks like me he's gonna put you in your place and i don't mean like in a sexist way i meant in like a structural way Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, you gonna find a man that's gonna you gonna meet, and he gonna be like, yo, stop all that shit. I ain't having it. And it's gonna yeah. dig you down, and you gonna be like, whoa, what the fuck is this? And mm-hmm. lo and behold, right now, 
She's currently majorly in love, got a whole new business, owns an ice cream shop, and is mm. a homemaker now because the man that came into her life, I was like, tell me about your new man. She's <laughs> like, oh. you know, well, I don't go to the club anymore. I just kind of like, I'm with my friends. We hang out with his friends. We're in the house. We go on trips together. Oh. Like, You're doing stuff together. She was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. That makes sense. I was like, you're not in the club. You're not hanging out with other guy friends and talking about they're just guy friends and he's okay with it. She's like, no, he don't accept that. I was like, I told you this is going to happen when some structure came into your life. I was like, I know that there's, it's a level of, of, um, of one of respect that goes in a relationship where that should not be happening. Mm-hmm. And you don't want anybody to um, uh, hate and just be like disgusted with you because unconsciously that's what happens. Mm-hmm. They'll eventually start to resent you unconsciously. Yeah, they, they won't know why. This is like, why do I hate this person who seems to be so great for me? And I'm not when I say people that are good for you, I don't mean that type of person. I don't mean a pushover. A pushover is not good for anybody, right. uh, male or female. That's not good for you. Like that's not a healthy relationship either. That's the, that's the same exact level of a toxic person. You know what I mean? Like, why would you want somebody who just lets you lets you do whatever, say whatever? Let's and then lets anybody else do whatever, say whatever, to them. You know what I mean? Like that's embarrassing. So, and, and that that that's what people don't understand. Like when women say, "Oh, I need a man that's not going to allow me to do this or is not going to be with that." Some men take it as, oh, you're looking for a daddy. No, I'm not looking for a daddy. I'm just looking mm. for a man who doesn't have to say, everybody must respect me when he walk in the room. His yeah. presence just commands that level of respect exactly. to other people. It's, it's just a level of confidence. You can't, I can't make you be confident if you're not confident. Yeah, You have to already come with that. And And some people don't understand that Sometimes, and a lot of men don't think this is true, but sometimes you can't make yourself be the man that she wants so you could get out the friend zone. Sometimes for a certain woman, there is nothing you would ever be able to do to get out the friend zone. And when it comes to like good guys and and bad guys, and we've had a previous discussion kind of about that. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants the good guy who's too willing to do for a woman when she hasn't lifted a finger for him or put in any effort showing him that, you know, she likes him. For instance, I'm on fucking TikTok this week and um, some guy added me, mm-hmm. but like different content on TikTok. I go on TikTok to promote the podcast and to just get thoughts off randomly during the day or do something just for like, you know, whatever the fuck I want to do. And he had added me. We've never had any conversation. And so automatically at the bottom, when you want to share a video, TikTok it shuffles it. And so he was at the bottom. So I shared something funny with him. And after like two things that I shared with him, he takes in the uh, message. He was like, um, did you mean to send me these mess- these these videos to share these videos with me? Uh-huh. And I'm just like, my nigga. 
it's just just the video i didn't say hey available pussy here i'm trying to throw it on you i didn't say that and sometimes men who are too eager for companionship or a women giving them any type of attention when they get a little bit they overthink it to the point where she'll never put the pussy on you even if she wants yeah but speaking for the um friend zone guys they're in the friend zone for a reason is because they can't get out they don't really have the option to get out you know it's like we're we're sitting here that's what i was talking about when guys are in the friend zone that's why i'm not into my woman having male friends that are like that because those are the guys there that don't have the game and are waiting for the fuck up to happen mm. so they just hang around women they don't I'm like, you, there's no reason. I'm like, a lot of guys that you see that have game and fuck a lot of bitches or women, you don't see them need to have a bunch of female friends. They may always have a woman around. That's because yeah. they know how to, they got that mouthpiece and they might have that, that dick piece. But it's not because they're like, I prefer to hang around women. No. They probably got a whole bunch of dirtbag friends that all kind mm-hmm. of do the same thing and all got the same special talents. But guys who are like, oh, I have a whole bunch of female friends and th- that's that's just what I am is because they don't have that special feature where they know what to say to a female. They know how to, you know, uh, take advantage in certain moments or make certain moves or woo her in a way where she's like, oh, oh, that turned me on. Or, you know, things like that uh, I can honestly say have never happened to me in my life and never will just be just out of straight. The fact that I don't tolerate that type of shit and, and males, because the thing about when you being an actual alpha male is you don't have to admit it or, or announce it because there's certain things other men won't do to you because they know better. Like you said, you don't have to go in a room and be like, hey, everybody, I'm an alpha male. I know it's 30 other niggas in here, but y'all should know I'm an alpha. If they gonna look at you and be like, that's the dude I probably shouldn't try to punch. Let me tell you, I can look at a man (laughs) look at how a man walks, how he carries himself, how his um, mannerisms are, and his hygiene, and if his clothes fit and he's comfortable in it, that he's I don't need him to say anything. And a lot of times, people think you got to state what you are and who you are. What's up, Brianna? And you don't. You don't. You just got to be comfortable in who you are. For instance, Little Wayne. Little Wayne is ugly as fuck. I don't see how he's getting these women. But his confidence is attractive as fuck. He's a real life cockroach. You know that, right? Listen! <laughs> he's not an actual human being. He that, he, he, he that cockroach that won't die. Won't Nigga, die that- no matter okay. what. Okay, you back. All right. Let me just let me just scoot by you real quick. You know what I'm saying? I'm just but, looking at his room. Right. But the, the reality is when it comes to men in the friend zone, for instance, the friends I have from high school that are male, that are single, they're the ones that feel like I got this career, I make this amount of money, I drive this car. I don't have no babies anywhere. I, I cross all my T's. I dot all my I's. I got this degree that speak these languages. On paper, I'm killing niggas. In society, how I look and, you know, my big truck and my fancy car and my nice place, ain't no reason I'm not going to get pussy. I'm going to get pussy. But the reality is, is it the pussy of quality that you want? 
Yeah. And most of the time it's not. And most of the time men like that, they continually pick women that are in like a five to seven range where she's not at the point where she understands her worth. But yeah. look why she gonna get my dick hard tonight and I'm gonna send her an Uber and send her home. And then those male friends, no matter how intelligent they are, no matter how long I've known them, no matter how other women find them attractive, it takes me four minutes to tell you if I will fuck you or not. Yeah. It don't take me a few years to tell you if I will fuck you. It don't take me, oh, I need to see what what job he's going to get and maybe I fuck. I'm never I've never been that girl. Have I've you never, not had five jobs? We know that. <laughs> I've never had a whole phase. And I've I still to this day at 34, I'm I'm I don't want one. I'm single as fuck. I have my own place. I don't want one. I've been a hole for the man that I'm with. And that's how you should be. Super right. But, but at the same time, my single male friends don't understand that you have passed the checkpoint with me to ever get in my draws because you shared so much with me about how you carry on and how you get women and how you deal with women to the point where I could tell that you don't respect yourself. Mm-hmm. And you don't respect yourself because none of your dates are leveling up. Yeah. Your last bitch is not better than the current bitch you're with. They're all the same. Mm. And so that tells me if I showed you quality, you wouldn't even recognize it or know what the fuck to do with it. So why would I give you quality? Why would I give you more than what you feel like you deserve because you have all the options in your lap? You are a black man, single, with degrees. You know, you are street smart. You're book smart. You have a six-figure career and you have no babies. Mm. And you still go after the same women in the same small ass bracket. And that's why when I'm in relationships with men and they be like, man, well, why y'all, why he calling you? What y'all talk about? What's the point? It's because they don't understand that. They don't understand what my threshold is with my male friends. On the outside looking in, they just like, nigga, he's a man. He's going to find a chance and you're going to give him pussy because that's all they know. But when you get to know me, I got I got managers that I'm just like on some brother sister shit. Like if they come in town, it's just like, oh, I'm coming to the A. Let's go out to eat. We gonna go out to eat with other people we work with in the past. Yeah. If I go to pay, they're going to slap my hands. Mm-hmm. When I'm going home, they're gonna walk me to my truck, or they're gonna drop me off. They've never violated. And I also have male friends in the past who would love to suck on a titty. But I would never give you the space to suck on a titty because of the women I've seen you pick. So I know I I can never be it for you. And they question themselves to death about like, what's the problem? You know, if we were together, we could just get married. I'll make sure the girls go to private school. You don't have to work. You don't have to do nothing. That sounds like a great life for another bitch, just not me. So would you have an issue with a man who was like, I, you got all these guy friends. Now we got all these guy friends. That's cool. That's better. Yeah. So now I was like, whenever they come around, 
we gonna be with them. It ain't just gonna be you by yourself. You know, I'm with it. But at the same time, Dungeon, it takes a very fucking confident man who's securing his shit to be around his woman's old friends who are male and single because they got to know how to check their ego and their boundaries. And a lot of men can't do it. So they automatically be like, oh, you you around such and such. Oh, I'll call you back. Why are you going to call me back? We could talk. I already stepped away. We could talk. A lot of men in my past will refuse to have a conversation with me if there's niggas around me that I work with. Nah. See, this is this is the whole finding out if you're a true alpha male. <laughs> One, you either you make a decision at the beginning. You don't try to figure this out. It's all right. I'm either going to do this and I'm going to show her other male friends this is who it is now. And y'all yeah. will respect me and take it from there. Or you'd be like, yo, I ain't gonna bother with that. I'll just let her deal with her friends. And if she when she would be, she would me. There's no riding the fence on this situation. But yeah. the men who can do it, the, it's, it's exactly this same situation right here. It, it all goes to the same test. For you men who are like, oh, uh, I don't not really sure if I'm an alpha male. Let me give you a test that you can do, especially since most of you love being in the fucking club all the time. Take your woman to the club, let her get dressed up. Let people see you walk in with her on your arm. Make sure she holds your arm or holding your hand or something. And then let her go to the bar by herself. Or let her go sit at the table by herself. See how many dudes come up and run up on your woman that saw you come in. Like, mm. you'll know. You'll catch the eyes of niggas and see you came in. You'll see who, who saw that. See how many of them then go and approach your woman right after you, you take, let her off your arm. Or if you go off for a minute, come back, and ain't nobody at your table. You know why? Because they think they can beat your ass or that you soft. And they yeah. don't, they don't it, is a, it is a sense. It isn't really about your size and physique. It is a sense. Like another man should have that sensory unless they're just a dummy. Where they're like, I don't care about that dude's size. Something about him lets me know he's not to be fucked with. Or I might have some competition tonight. And that's it. Like I'm not the biggest, most deadliest dude you've ever seen and all that stuff. But I can tell you this, I one every woman I've dated has been beautiful. And my girl currently till this date and before, I have been to clubs, uh, little lounges and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. never have I ever had a dude come up in front of me and try to speak to my girl without tapping me first and say, excuse me, player, is this your girl? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's my, oh, you're a very lucky man. That's, and it ends right there. I have mm-hmm. seen my friends. Have niggas come up and while they standing next to the girl, slide their hand in front of them and put it behind their girl's back. But it was good. And the guys be like, motherfucker, you see this my man, right? I'm like, yo, you would never do that to me. You would never do that to me. You'd have to have a death wish to try that shit on my watch. One, I am a bigger dude, but like the whole thing is like, there's just a sense of who you do that to and who you don't do that to. And trust me, the people they did it to, they should have done it to. Mm, we got like you. I said, it, they I'm don't. Okay. I, that shit don't happen to me. But go ahead. My yeah, that's mess. Yeah, shout out to the panel for being honest. There's nothing worse than when someone of the opposite gender is complaining. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you looking at me for? It is not my problem. You have a whole life. Deal with it. You know, like you're not putting money in my Roth IRA. You're giving it to her. So please get your needs met from her. But yeah, like you, you have to shake people up like that. I get it. Brianna in the building. Yeah, you got to be direct. 
Drain them. And you touched on something. What's up, OG? What's up, Chan? But you touched on something. And it's the idea that the that men think because they have so much in life, they have so much, they don't have children, they, what, they may be at a certain, uh, a certain status in life, that they are old vagina. And they look mm -hmm. at women like that, like pussy. They look at it like, like, a, like vagina to capture, not like getting to know a person. And I think that causes men to prop up this false sense of confidence. That's why when it's knocked yeah. down, they're like, how dare you? How dare you not get with me? I got all this stuff to offer. When I think men should start turning towards looking at women as people and yeah. being open enough to be who you actually are. That's true confidence without worrying about what that woman's going to think because you're not trying to get nothing from her. You're just trying to get to know her. That's where we need to go. But that's where men are afraid to go because that's too vulnerable. Okay. That's a perfect point right there. Okay, Dungeon. Let me tell you what I did. Uh the other night, I posted a, a video on TikTok, and I said, a lot of women are down for it to the point where all you need to do is be honest. If you see a woman, you tell her, hi, my name is such and such, you look beautiful. I'm interested in having a good time tonight, not a long time uh -huh. with it. It takes a confident man to walk up to a woman that he sees that he likes to pursue in that way and be ready for whatever answer she's going to give him. If it's a no, he's ready for it. If it's a yes, he's ready for it. And a lot of men came in the comments and they was like, no, you can't do this. It's going to be a me too thing. Or no, you can't do this. A woman will probably be mad and she'll slap you. And I said, that's not true. And that's the problem. A lot of men pass up possible pussy that was ready because they never went for what they were thinking. They thought about how should I approach her? What would she want to hear? And that's where you fuck up. Because that's manipulative if you have no long-term intentions, but you're portraying like you do. And it's stupid if you just want something quick. She yeah. probably came to the bar because she hasn't had dick in months. And she wants something quick. But because you approached her in a, I want to get to know you, let's go on out on a date type of shit, you don't want a fucking date because you thought that was going to get you the panties eventually, not tonight. You thought, I can't approach her in a way where I want the shit tonight because she's going to tell me no. That tells me you're lacking in yourself. I, no, please believe it. <laughs> I, I There's a lot of women out here that's down to just fuck and not see you and not mention you, not know your last name or nothing. <laughs> and smart. But they they too. But a lot of men be like, no, you can't do that. And I'm telling you, yes, you can. The worst a woman could say logically is no, thank you, but I appreciate the compliment. And I think a lot of today's males are not securing themselves to take that. The other day in Fayetteville here in Georgia, these two men uh, was trying to like talk to this woman and she basically turned them down and they threw her in the fucking trunk. They threw, they threw her in the trunk of their car and drove off and she got somewhere in Atlanta and she did the latch and she got out and she escaped and they got arrested. Too many that's men can't take a no and that's a fucking problem and they don't see that their assumptions of women are going to have a problem or it's going to be a me too. Shit like that will only be a me too if you couldn't take the no. Yeah, you know, how are you going to get a me too by speaking to a woman properly? You're not right. grabbing her ass or smacking her in the face if she says no. Where's she going to meet you? Oh, 
he looked at me and, and I was just I, he raped me. Like, no, that we don't rape through looks now. Right. Like, we're not doing that. So the the thing is, I'm I'm gonna have to put a, a push back a little on Dre the therapist comment because I get where he's saying just because you are successful and you have your shit together, you don't have the right to feel like these women owe you shit. And you don't. But when you see what's going on out here in these streets where women are are vigorously giving up pussy and full-fledged relationships and babies to motherfuckers who are homeless. It is almost an insult to deny a man who has all of that, even your interest. I So I get it. I'm not saying it's right, but yeah, like a lot of y'all have to, 85% of y'all have to realize what you're doing to encourage this. Like the fact that 85% of y'all are out here playing romper room with the most ruthless, worthless motherfuckers on the planet, homeless and all, ain't got and just full of potential and full of no money. But yet, then there's guys that were like me out here who are college educated, no kids, got their shit together, handsome, all that, long place, own car, about to buy homes, you know, and like and driving the foreign. Were you thinking with your other boys who were on that level, hey, we get these farms, these bitches going to be all over us. But then y'all are at the bus stop with the baby daddy who can't even afford to be the baby daddy, and you going to deny me a night out in the town when I'm trying to be respectful? So I see where it comes from with the uh, dudes on that level because they, it's this is why I keep telling them 85% of y'all, like, people ain't blind. Like we know what's going on out here. There's there's, there's a reason that the talk happened because there's a hefty amount of women out here who are doing the shit wrong, and they're intentionally doing it wrong at this point because we have tons of examples on how to do it right. So we ain't trying to hear that. Like I was I was talking in this talk the other day. I'm not I'm not accepting the example of my pay. I ain't got both my parents no more for shit either. You are a grown ass adult. What are you talking about? Like I'm like you you in your almost your forties talking about well I had both my parents so I didn't know I shouldn't be out here killing people I had both my parents so I didn't know I should take care of a fucking child I gave birth to I had both my parents so I didn't know I need to have a job and be fis- fiscally responsible who the fuck do you think you're tricking with that at this point you forty <laughs> are you trying to tell me that I'm supposed to be sad for you or empathetic because you didn't have your mom or father or neither of them but you forty years old and still not a function as an adult. Were you left in a rock or a river somewhere and didn't have any type of education or any other people around you or don't know the difference between right from wrong? I can see if you just were put into a cage, never taught nothing and were t- and had no parents, don't know what life is about and all that, then you came out and you just doing whatever because you don't understand things. That's different. You see things that go on. You watch the news. You have access to everything else other people have, not financially. But as far as information wise, because the internet is mostly free for this at this point in life, <laughs> as long as you got a library or a cell phone, and you trying to sit there and tell me that because you didn't have your parents, you you don't know how to function in life. I get that maybe, maybe that uh, had something to do with it, where it hindered your process. But I am not allowing male or female to do, oh, if I had a dad in my life, I had a mother in my life, I would know how to act better. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. You are almost in your late 30s and 40s. You know what to do at this point. You're choosing 
not to act the way you need to act or the exactly. way that you need to, to be successful. But that's on you. We're not just going to do the parenting, oh, I got money shit and all that. Stop stop with the bullshit. Fuck all that. Yeah. And you know, sometimes it's usually when it's siblings who are grown and, you know, both of them are educated and da 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 It's usually the younger ones that figure it out sooner than the older ones because they always feel like they have something to prove. Oh, yeah, you did it that way, but I'm going to do it my way. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just a lot of things I made a list of reasons not excuses of when to take them seriously I'm gonna go through them if anybody pops in here with a comment I'm gonna play the comment but I'm gonna get through this motherfucking list of reasons not excuses dungeon how 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 long is the list um what is it in let me see 20 things. Sounds like excuses to me, but go on. We're going to listen. Okay. We're going to listen. Okay. <laughs> this is my thing. So, this is this is how I gauge if I take somebody seriously or not. All right. And I haven't taken anybody seriously in like two and a half years. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to take somebody seriously, a man, because I'm, I like women's bodies to look at. But I'm attracted to men in four relationships. Let's make that clear, okay? Mm-hmm. You will never find me in a men's strip club. No, okay? All right. So, um, if a man's 10-year-plus goals align with mine, then I would think of you in a let-me-take-you-seriously type of way. Because, you know, like, if you're in your 30s, five years ain't shit. Yeah. So I can't be excited about, oh my God, in five years he's going to do this and, you know, you're going to do this in five years. Now, what the fuck is like the long-term goal for 10 years? When your kids are this age, because I'm only talking to fathers, not, I don't have kids because that's a waste of time because I don't want kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want any more kids. I have kids already. Don't want so, to be the kids. Yeah, I'm only talking to fathers because I feel like it would be really selfish of me to be like, oh, I want a man with no kids. For what? I need a man that's a father-minded already. Yeah, but what if he doesn't want kids doesn't have kids? If he doesn't want kids and doesn't have kids, he's not for me. Because? Because I have children. What if, I mean, like, what if he meant he didn't want to have his own but we're more than willing to accept yours. Not obviously some asshole who's like, you gotta get rid of your kids too. Like, no. I, I don't think I don't think I could do it because I would always feel I would always feel guilty with how I would need a man to show up in my life because I would need you to have a fatherly mindset for my girls. And yeah. if legally they are not yours, that's a bigger gamble, not just for me, but for them and y'all relationship that you 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 can get up and walk out. Yeah. And I'm not saying, you know, if I meet a man with kids and we're in a relationship, he can't get up and walk out. But there's there's more invested if he has his children and I make a relationship with his children and vice versa. Yeah. Then somebody who doesn't and just, oh, her kids are cool. They're not disrespectful. We get along. But uh, 
I just got to a point where I wanted something different. And it's like, I got to, I got to mend my relationship being broken. They got to mend their relationship being broken. And that's another reason dungeon why I don't, I don't date because I don't have like, I don't have like the free time or space or like a, a babysitter on backlog. If we going out on two days this week, and then three days next week to be like, okay, I can, I have time for you. That's fair. Yeah, I don't have that, and I'm I'm kind of happy that there's nobody in my life that's asking for that time that I'm really interested in because I'm not at a point where I could be like, oh, I'm going out tomorrow night. Oh, okay, I got this person to watch the kids. I ain't got to worry about it. Let me just focus on what I got to wear. Yeah. Okay. Like for me, when when men ask me out for drinks, especially in the last two days, because I've had two men try to talk to me while I'm with my kids, which I find, but it's kind of like, where else, where are you, where are you gonna be without your kids? That's that's what I kind of was gonna say. Like, <laughs> is it inappropriate anymore that they'll say nothing crazy? Like, because if you with your kids and you're a single parent, more than likely they're gonna be with you in those places. Where you're gonna meet other single males, especially if you're not in the club or at the bars, like so what's so at funny? the grocery stores where he got a holler. All you gotta do, get on your computer or your phone, type in lulu.com, l u l u.com, in the search bar, put in the t h e e podcast journal. Okay, what's so funny? <laughs> I went to the store today to go pick up some snacks for a road trip and I got out the truck first and there was like two guys that were getting into a truck beside me and the guy was looking and he was looking at the truck and I felt I feel you looking at me and I stepped out the truck and I opened that back door and it was like oh she got two kids back there and closed the door I felt it, but it was okay because I saw I saw the profile and I wasn't interested. But I I know when men are looking at me to speak, and they deliberate. Oh, she got kids. No, I'm not gonna speak. Even me going to get gas tonight, same thing happened. And then yesterday when I was going to the dollar store, I walked in and this guy was sitting in this jeep, and I saw him looking at me, and I purposely focused on the girls when I went in the store. And then when I was walking out, I'm walking to the truck and he was like, excuse me, miss, excuse me. And Anya's like walking with me. She was like, mom, I think somebody's trying to talk to you. I'm, and I'm looking at her like, girl, I'm trying to ignore it. No, I'm trying to ignore it. <laughs> and uh, we got like closer to the truck. He was like, excuse me, excuse me, miss. And he just kept, he just kept. And she was like, mama, that man is trying to talk to you. She didn't know what he was doing. And I was like, and I turned around and I acted like I didn't hear. He was like, <laughs> you were just so beautiful. And I just love, I love it all. It's just so natural and refreshing. You have my heart. Or he's just, just going ham, right? Uh, like, I did like an air, thank you, thank you. And I walked to the truck. And when I got to the truck, I said, get in the truck. She was like, what was he, I said, what was he trying to say? Did he need something? I said, Anya, he ain't need nothing. <laughs> I said, get the drop. So it, I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, but because I'm at a 70% interest in a man in my life, 
I don't give it the space to happen. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Right. So, um, the small times that it happens, I usually shut it down. But um, that's something that I'm interested in. But wh- what you said about a man that doesn't want kids of his own, that is okay with me having kids, I never thought about it like that. But I think more than likely, I would say no to that. Yeah, I, your process is right. I probably wouldn't really deal with it because what if he changes his mind? You yeah. Know? Uh, and he has oh. changed his mind because you're a human, but yeah, I just, exactly. I wouldn't want to throw me and my children on somebody that doesn't have kids. Yeah. Um, I think it's very important for a person's maturity level to be, <clears throat> to be doable for me, uh-huh. and my maturity level to be doable for them. Because I'm not trying to have you backtrack because of where I'm at either. And that's what you said earlier about respecting someone enough to meet them where they're at and not ask them to you know tone down or do this less in order for me to feel comfortable that's not fair so I think you know when your respect for self matches I think that's when I would take you seriously is that good or no yeah that's uh that's acceptable okay okay I told you these were not excuses uh Brianna he thought he was gonna get me I'm gonna I'm get it. You gonna slip up, and you only, <laughs> you only uh, know what number three? You said there's like forty two of them. You gonna slip up? <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, if the honesty and accountability matches, and they're self aware, and I don't gotta check them on stuff, they could self check themselves. I feel like I could take you seriously. Okay. Because a big thing for me, especially the fact that I have kids, I don't want to feel like you're my third. That's true. <laughs> It's, it's very hard for me to respect you as a man you need to be next to me if I got to correct you all the time or go behind you when I ask you to do shit. Mm-hmm. And I have been in relationships with men that have kids and they're just like, I mean, you did tell ask me to do that and I did say yes, but I'm the type of person that you got to tell me like four times. If I have to tell you four times about something I told you I need and you're my person then that tells me priority-wise I'm not on your list. <laughs> and if I'm not on your list priority-wise, then we don't need to be in anything together. So that's why I look at it like that. Because when a man tells me, oh, like, you know, I have all these things, but I'm missing this one thing and I don't know how to get to it or I don't know how to get in connections with what you call it, I'm the type of woman where, oh, you, he ain't telling me please research, but I'm going home and I'm researching it. I'm going out my way to see how I can make your issue easy. Uh-huh. And so when a man doesn't reciprocate you know, me, probably I'm, maybe I'm venting, maybe I'm just telling you about my day. If you can't interpret what I'm dealing with on a daily basis or what I need and come through in a oh my god, you made this so much easier for me. How am I supposed to see why I need you? That's true. Same thing for women. Like when women feel like, oh, all I got to do is get my body done, look a certain way, and I'm going to be able to get me a fine man with a lot of money. A fine man with a lot of money probably doesn't need you to do all of the other little shits for him because he could pay somebody to do it. 
So if you coming in and it's just your looks that you're <clears throat> on to keep that man, do you know how many more fine women are trying to get your man? I think I think what a, a lot of a misconception a lot of women have about that. Um, I just need to get my body done, and I can get me a man with money. You can get you a certain type of man with money, and like I think Ply said the other day, that don't do nothing work for but for ugly niggas with money. If you want a handsome man with money, uh, or a man that's really got his shit together with money, you gotta have a brain. Ain't nobody sitting there trying to deal with no dumb broad either that that like can't hold a conversation or got her body done but is asking me for thirty dollars for lunch. Right. While she at the hospital working, like that's a turnoff. And I think a lot of women don't understand that, like you and you can't accuse somebody of being broke because they don't want to support your grown ass. Yes. If I didn't come to you and ask you for nothing, why the fuck before we do anything, before you fucking suck me off, before we go on a date, before any of that happens, you're asking me for money for something. That's a fucking turnoff. This has nothing to do with me being broke. It's one. It has everything to do with you being broke, actually. Yeah. It's a defense mechanism you're using because you're so fucking broke that you think because you look good, somebody should give you money. If that's the case, go be a stripper. Or an escort. Or an escort. Stop acting like motherfuckers out here on a regular daily basis who you just gave your number to or you show a little bit interested in need to pay for your lunches, your raggedy-ass job that obviously ain't paying you enough just so they can take you out on a date and pay for more shit. But then they know that you fucking the project dude who can't even get in the project building, lives outside in the dumpsters for free, letting him nut all up in you and getting rid of his babies every week because that's who you like and that's who you got think got potential. But and, niggas like me, oh, I gotta pay for your time. And it's, get the fuck out of here. And there are some men who don't want to be better because all they gotta do is get an insecure bitch that can dress up and get the rich nigga so that both of them can live off of the rich nigga. Yes, and they do it all the time. And you can't tell me that that man that ain't got shit and not doing for himself loves you because no man that truly loves you and respects you is willing to share you. <laughs> or respects himself at that. That too. Like, come on. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. But I, I just had to add it in because I think a lot of women think it's just that simple. Like, oh, I got my ass and titties done and I got a flat stomach. So somebody gotta take me in. Somebody will take you in. More than likely it's gonna be an ugly dude with money, and then you're gonna be out cheating on him because it's ugly. But if you think these super handsome guys with money and brains out here is running around looking for fake titties and fake ass, half of us don't even like that shit. I was just talking to um, Too too Much Game podcast today, and we were talking about, he said, sent me a video of this doctor who was showing showing pictures of women who got their bodies done Mm -hmm. or and they got the they got horrible scarring from this shit and then so on top of them paying the thousand to get their body all cut up for whatever insecure reason they want to get their body all cut up mm-hmm. now they're so insecure about how their bodies look with the scarring they paid for thousands of dollars of tattoo work to cover this shit up and I was talking to him and I was like the crazy part is the women that get this shit for whatever insecure reasons they get this shit 
they turn their body into a bill for the rest of their lives because yeah. because they got to keep it up. And then who the fuck if a man's telling you I want you to look like this, you should get your body done like this. My thing is like how many other women are out here right now getting their bodies cut up looking like this? And if that's where he sees your worth, then you're not worth it enough for him to stay with just you because eventually he's going to get tired of what your body can do and he's going to move on to a new body. So when I ask you this, I'm just like, they could get all this work on their bodies and all this tattoo work and shit to cover it up to look like they didn't get their body done, but we know you did. And you're still unfulfilled and you're still empty. And the man that you attract that likes a woman with a cut up body like this that looks very mediocre and she blends in is really never a good stand up man. Because no. good men love natural bodies. We certainly do. Good and men I, love real hair, whether it's long, short, curly, straight whatever and they they appreciate women who can smile through their faults and are okay with the fact that they're not uh, uh, perfect and they have stretch marks and they're not ashamed of the fact that they got stretch marks or they have you know marks that show you know where they had kids and that's okay but she's still a good person and my thing is like at the end of the day who are you trying to attract the man that goes after all women that looks like this? Or are you trying to attract somebody that genuinely gives a fuck about you and does right by you? And the other thing you have to remember is these that's just you're just going to attract what you are. So Mm. you're insecure, you're going to attract insecure men. These insecure men are the ones that are out here chasing after women that they can't get that they see on Instagram that want nothing to do with them. You know what I mean? Like that's just another insecure situation you're gonna be in another toxic relationship. So there's no point in thinking that you getting your body unless you you getting your body done is to be like I need to attract the upper echelon or these guys that are in the league or these guys I'm only gonna date rappers and athletes and and people that are famous. Then I can see you maybe doing that, but for you to get your body done, one in Colombia or these cheap ass places, and then now try and come back and either date someone who's homeless or broke. First of all, what are you getting your body done for when that's the nigga you're gonna date? Two, <laughs> what other people don't realize is like there's a lot of health issues that come with this besides the scarring. There's yeah, a lot of these women that silicone start leaking in their bloodline, and now what we got? Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of surgeries you got to do to get the silicone removed out the body. I don't want nothing to do with that. That is a bill. You already were broke. That's why right. you went to the wrong doctor and got silicone leaking into your bloodline. Now you think I'm going to take you on in your silicone filled ass <laughs> and then be paying your hospital bills, your regular bills, and my potential being a good guy bills? Fuck out of here. Let me, <laughs> tell, let me tell you something. You silicone bitch go kick rocks. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not beat for that shit. Like this if you can't just be natural and have curves because I've seen it and it looks great and it bounces way better during sexual activity, then I mean it's not like I'm not into it. And a hefty amount of men that are the ones you really should be looking for aren't into it either. Mm-hmm. But we know a lot of y'all are searching eighty five percent of y'all are searching for potential and more <laughs> and that's who is always gonna be interested in a fake body 
and all the superficial shit you see on Instagram because ain't none of y'all really living the lives you claim you're living. But we'll get back to Shan's list of excuses. I mean, uh, Reese. Hey! <laughs> We're going back to okay. the Reese. Okay, here we are. Oh, my point before we get off of this. The reason, the reason why I don't push my children to, you know, model or do this or do that is because I understand that I made some, I made two beautiful girls, right? And I want them to be kids as long as they need to be kids. And I think this world pushes our kids to be very adult, very quick. Uh But I don't want to raise my daughters thinking all they got to do is be pretty to get things in life, to get ahead in life, because that is true. Some people legit get jobs, um, get further in their careers, get noticed, um, get to come to the front instead of go through the process like everybody else because of their looks. Uh But I I don't like the, I don't like the attitude that comes with that. So I don't want to steer my children in that way for that same reason where you just can't be cute and get shit that's genuine. Yeah. Okay. Because it's not rooted in you being genuine. It's rooted in you feeling some type of hierarchy over other people. So there's that. Um, when I take them seriously is if they have a sex drive that can satisfy me and I have a sex drive I can satisfy them. Because the reality is if I'm not fucking to make kids I have to be fucking for pleasure. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay? And the reality is also I understand that as men get older their momentum to do extra curriculars in and fuck, fucking gets a little shorter or a little less. And I understand that women, as we get older, it gets a little bit more hype. I just need a man that can balance that out as we grow older together. Because right now for my DP, this man, as soon as he nuts the first time, this nigga is going to sleep dungeon. And I'm not talking about no quick knack. I'm talking about snore sleep and if we're in a certain position and this nigga falls on top of me I can't move yeah I'm not mad at him not one bit you think I'm gonna, <laughs> you, I'm gonna agree with you hell no I no! know exactly what that brother's going through this is not we had this conversation this is not your 26 year old dickin you're not getting that yeah! no more you can't be in your late 30 you don't understand what this late 30 year old men are going through we envy the days when we used to pound y'all out, make Man. you bust. Out. We had to wipe it off, be like, yo, get get up. And you'd be like, please give me a prank. You're like, nah, right. I ain't you pulling like... you, slamming your head through backbone. We remember all those shits. We cry ourselves to sleep at night, thinking about who we used to be. <laughs> and now you motherfuckers want us to perform like that at 39, oh 40. And all we can do is when that comes tell out, you then, it this drains. Means- the soul out of us. You don't understand. Like this at this age, that nut has worked. IRAs, 401ks, pensions, and everything connected to it. So that nut is like a different type Let of Let me tell style. you it's <laughs> going to sleep and it's going to be a 20 to 25 minute nap. Get that good nap, man. Yeah, that I've been put I've been working on the railroad. When I, <laughs> Dungeon, my pussy was so hot. I had to squeeze my hand in just so air can pass through. 
And then, <laughs> and then eventually when he got up, um, it's just like it's, it's a recharge. Nigga, back at it again. But I know like this is the last straw. And if, yeah. if, if and if he nut before I nut. You're done. You're done for the night. It's over, bitch. And see you next time. And I'm just like, God damn, I'm not ready. Listen, listen. We need to have a, a master class on how you women need to force these nuts out before we get out. <laughs> you know, he was like, you know, he was like what the fuck you holding listen, it for? Listen. Hold on. Yes, keep what talk, are you keep, holding keep on that nut for? Let me let me get my child out the door. Keep talking. I, what what are y'all holding on to them nuts for? Brianna, tell us. Why are y'all holding on to them nuts? Let them shits go. We do. We just, yo, anytime I tried, I'm like, yo, I'm going, I'm doing, I'm doing. I'm like, all right, let me try and hold. That shit don't work no more. It's like, I'm telling you, y'all have to come to the realization that a certain age range, unless you're going to go back and get these young, dumb 19-year-old boys, you're not getting the super strokers no more. You might just be happy if you have a man who's healthy and healthy enough condition where he can pound you out good and you can get some nuts every now and then. And that he also has a good mouth game. You know what you should do? Y'all take your time and enjoy a little oral first, but hey, babe, don't put that dick in me yet. Go down and, and, and suck me off for a little bit. Just how you did it for him. Have him go down, eat you out, and get your first nut in his mouth. And then, if he can't stroke you out for two and a half hours like y'all looking for, just fucking ridiculous. I know it's not that bad, but still. At least you got a nut out early. But I don't understand this whole I'm holding it, and then on top of that, I done said this before on these ch- chats. Y'all say all the wrong shit during hot sex that makes men come faster. Do not tell me as I'm stroking you out, don't you don't you let that nut go. Hold that nut for me, baby. Hold that nut. That is only going to, it is total reverse psychology with us men at, after a certain age. Whatever you tell us to do, we're going to do the opposite. You know what I mean? And y'all should start doing that when you're fucking these broke niggas. You fucking broke nigga be like, don't you go get a job tomorrow. Don't you get a better credit score. Like, maybe you should try that when you fucking them and see if the reverse psychology works that way. Because it certainly works with me when I'm in the middle of stroking and you telling me to hold that nut. I'm not going to hold that nut. And it's your fault for telling me the wrong thing to do. You need to tell me the opposite if you don't want me to release that nut and ruin a good time. You know? Y'all, y'all know how good that vagina feels. And ain't none of y'all use a condom, so we all know how good the real vagina feels. So, you know, y'all just got to be a little more considerate of how quickly you're you're uh, telling us to not let that nut go. Let's, let's play this message from Brianna. There's a difference between saving money and being cheap, and there are some people that will step over a $10 bill to pick up a five. I once dated a young gentleman, and the fence to his house, he did himself, he didn't do it right, and it looked horrible and cheap. And I realized he was too cheap to spend the money for something that was smart for long-term value, like... And I understand it's just a fence, but, like, that speaks volumes. Like, that means you're not going to take me to the hospital when, like, my gallbladder's right. bursting. Like, yeah. you're too cheap to have a fence that we have to look look at every day. And now you're going to be that neighbor that people are going to look at and be like, damn, he can't even cut the grass and have a nice fence. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? No, you 100% do not mistake standards. If you are, if, if you are cheap, it's just as bad as being broke because you're going to be living like you're broke. And that don't make no sense. Like, first of all, we all work 
way too hard to all sit here and have make money and then take the bare minimum for anything or half ass do shit just to save a dollar. And you're hundred percent right. If anybody who's like, oh, I'd rather build a fence half assedly because I'm not even good at this, but it's gonna save me a couple thousand dollars than to have my house done professionally. No, don't do that because that is the exact person where you'd be like, hey, uh, my gallbladder's falling out of me. And he'd be like, let's just take you to the clinic. I got a friend in the back that works with animals. I'm sure he can fix you up too. Like, <laughs> you know, you don't want that. So don't don't deal with the extra cheap dudes. Uh, just well, it's hard to say that because y'all deal with the broke dudes, but the extra cheap dudes, yeah, y'all shouldn't be into them either because we know you're not into the men with money like you claim you are. Welcome <laughs> back, Shane. I hope you heard my uh soliloquy on how y'all need to stop disrespecting men when they try not to nut by telling them, Don't you nut? Uh, I think well, it depends on what position you have me in. If you folded me up, I'm gonna just tell you, Just go ahead and nut. And he's like, No, I'm not gonna nut. I'm just like, Fuck. No, listen, listen. <laughs> whatever you say, we in the middle of that stroking and that pussy feeling right. Mm-hmm. Anything about nut, if the word nut comes out of your mouth, you can be talking about macadamia nuts. <laughs> like people are nuts out here. If we hear the word nuts, we're going to do it. You know what I mean? Like that's not, it just be feeling too good sometimes. And that's not the time to be like, oh, don't do, don't you give me that nut. Hold that nut in for me, daddy. Hold that nut in. It's just going to do the total opposite. That's, that what, that's when they get into that pussy pocket. Yeah, we get in that corner pocket. Oh, listen, it's a wrap. Um, okay, so my next thing is all together. So if if the convo is too surface, we'll never I'm never going to take you seriously. But if the conversations that we have gets deeper than the standard likes. What do you want to do? Uh, what about marriage, career, kids, goals, politics, all of that shit? And we can level up in discussion. When time turns into three hours and it felt like you just got here type shit, that's how I know I can take you seriously. Yeah. Today's males, most of them don't read, so it's very it's very easy for me not to take any of them seriously. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you're not like an efficient thinker, I can't take you seriously. If you don't have equivalent family values that I have or better, I can't I can't take you seriously. Like we talked about this. Like if if your idea of quality time is not making sure all of your people are good, your kids are good, y'all can uh discover and and learn shit together and travel together, we not ever going to be on the same planet. Uh huh. That's right. Okay, because I'm not into oh, I was raised in the hood, so you know my kids gonna be raised in the hood. They gonna be good, you know. Say I'm gonna make sure they got fresh jays. I'm beyond that shit. Oh my god. I'm beyond that shit. If you ever gave a fuck about your kids and you made enough money to get yourself up out of the predicament that you grew up in, that was slightly struggleish, slightly dangerous, and you could put your kids in a position where they can go outside and be fucking kids, and you don't go after that, we'll never be on the same planet. Sure. I, I told you, this is not excuses. This, this is a, a list of shit that keeps me very single and very comfortable in it because 
I can't fathom not being at the level that I I'm saying or better because these are this is what's available so just pick one I'm I'm if I have to pick because this is what's available just pick a man here I know this is wrong I know that is wrong but at least this dent is better than that dent I'm gonna be single that's true and it's not because I feel like I'm better than the next woman. It's not because I feel like I'm better than him that we can't be together. It's because we're not going to ever be together for the right reasons. We're not going to ever be together because it's genuine. You basically want me to pick a male that's like a scratching dent because as a woman, I just look like I'm doing something wrong in life because it's just me and my kids. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I like I don't subscribe to that shit because you can't say oh women out here they pick men that don't have this or no goals or they don't do shit they pick bums and they have kids with them and they stay with them and then turn around and be like oh you work you know you, you take care of your kids you teach your kids your kids have a comfortable home um, but you still ain't shit because you ain't got no man in it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe I don't have no man in my house because there's no man in my life for the right reasons. Uh-huh. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And I gotta be honest about that shit. And the male that I do have in a slight position that the man in my life should be, um, is only in the dick section. Uh-huh. It's not the dick section like every day. It's the dick sh- section when our lives align. Yeah. And I know, and we have like the mental understanding, emotional understanding, and physical understanding at, as in like, we're not going to date. I don't want to see you outside of these hours. Uh-huh. We're not exchanging gifts. You don't owe me shit. I'm not looking for conversation. I'm looking for dick and you can go. Dick and you can go. You know what I'm saying? And eventually, yes. If I if I meet somebody and I'm getting to know them and I want the relationship to be serious, I can't be like, oh, I'm just going to keep the dick around until he's ready to move in. I'm not. That's That's not me either. Like, I'm realistically... I've never had the mind frame of a roster. I've never been a roster woman. Yeah. Okay. My family's Jamaican and I'm not saying Rasta. I'm saying roster. <laughs> like women out here that be like, oh, I got a man for lunch, man to fix my um my shower, a man to cut my lawn, a man to do this. I'm not I'm not keeping a list of men around. I'm not keeping I don't even keep text messages uh stories. Uh-huh. After we answered each other's questions, I'm del- I'm swiping left. I'm deleting that shit. <laughs> so I keep I keep it really minimal. Everything is very direct and straightforward. Um, if I had a problem um, that I would look for a man to help me with, I'm not going to go to the person that's supplying me dick. Because if I do, 
it gives them like a mindset that oh she needs me for dick and this and I'm in her life for dick and this no you're only in my life for dick uh-huh. you know what I'm saying I keep, I keep my shit very separate and so if I can't if, if the person I'm trying to take seriously can't be better with me and I can't be better with them then we don't need to be better together uh, that's true these are not excuses. This is like grown up sis done spent hundreds of dollars on a motherfucking washing machine and I want to live for it to be delivered because that was a lot of fucking money. <laughs> like, they, they're like they, this, this is where I need people to be at. Not, oh, yeah, I'm a single man. I got a job. I got my own car. But, you know, I live with two of my friends. Listen, I live with two of my friends in an apartment. In in Manhattan. I don't give a fuck where you live. <laughs> if you have enough room in your life to have a job, um, kids, a car, and an apartment that you have to share with two other men, you are not prepared to make space for me because I'm not in a position where I live with two other grown adult women helping me pay one rent. Bam. Let them know. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the person that's going to the BMW lot to get a 2008 and pay 1100 a month for car insurance and a car note just to be like, I got a BMW and I drive it up to an apartment where my kids share one room and I got one room and we have one TV and I make sure I, I live and I work be under a level to make sure I could get government assistance um, so I could brag. That's never been my life. I've never lived in an apartment. I've only rented houses. Everything has always been in my name. All my utilities have been my name, and ain't no man paying my phone bill. A lot of people don't know how to live out here, man. And so to me, if a man is not living on the flip side of reciprocating how I'm living, sir, there's no point in us having a conversation other than, oh, you like that laundry detergent? Me too. Um, on aisle eight, they got a sale on this. All right, excuse me. Because that's all it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Facts extra facts when I call my mom it's legit because I'm 34 and I'm in my own house with my kids she's not taking care of my kids but I'm calling to check on her well being I'm not calling my mom to see if I could bring my laundry over and she could wash it I'm not calling my mom to see if she could come clean up real quick I'm not calling my mom because you know uh, I want to make sure that she got the cash app for my portion of her, her phone plan because I don't want to get the phone in my name. You know how ridiculous that is at a certain age? It's so ridiculous. <laughs> you know how many 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds got their parents paying their car insurance? I would... You couldn't be my friend because I'd have to tell you about yourself. <laughs> so you were doing things that we did in high school, and you're still doing them as an adult. Like, this is the same people, like... This is what I understand. I mean, and this is where I come in from. Where you know what, how to make real money. You've made good money in life. You don't understand how other people out here doing things. Like I'm working three jobs, but I can't afford to to pay any of my bills or feed my kids. 
then what the fuck are you doing at them jobs? Right. How much of them jobs pay you? One dollar an hour? I don't understand. Like, why would you work three jobs and not be able to have your kids, support your kids, feed your kids, or feed yourself? What the fuck is wrong with you? Let me tell you something. <laughs> from from age 16 to 28, I worked three jobs consistently every fucking year. Mm. Right? But when I became a mother, those jobs had to take a fucking backseat to my time. Yeah, I have kids now. I can't work three jobs to support them. I need one job that pays me enough. I can't even work one job that requires me to only be around my children for three hours. Yeah. I have to have at least six hours or more to to dedicate to my child's development in order for me to feel balanced in life, for me to give you any of my time. And too many moms don't see raising children as that. They see, oh, I got to work, you know, double shifts so I can make sure they got Jordan so I can make sure they can do this so I can make sure they can look like this, get this haircut. I can make sure they can um, be in this outfit and can't nobody say I don't dress my kid nice. I shop at fucking Target for my kids. The most money I'll probably spend on my children's shoes is probably $80. And that's both of them combined. Like, I'm not with this name brand head-to-toe ass shit, but your child can't read on their proper reading level. I'm not that mom. So when it comes to a job or a person wanting my time over my children, that will never happen. The 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 company that I'm at right now, I told them to go fuck themselves two years ago uh-huh. because they wanted me to put them over what my child needed as far as my children needed as time. And I told them, no, if you can't bend for me, then fuck you. Cash me out. Yeah, I don't work somewhere else. I'll find somebody. And, and two years later, during this motherfucking pandemic, they called me back and they was like, hey, I know you used to work for us. You didn't leave on no bad terms. Um, we would like to pay you more than you were making when you were here with us. And you can work from home. Yeah. Right, I was like, cool. But promise, I promise you, you will never find me begging a job to keep me over my children. No. Never. You will never find me in a relationship with a man over my children. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women do that, but quick to point fingers at men, how men ain't shit. There's a lot of moms that ain't shit. Mhm. There you go. Um. Okay. We almost done. We almost have a clear. Okay. <laughs> if if the person makes space and time for me to be a part of their life, and I do the same, then I can take you seriously. All right, that's respectable. But the main reason why I'm just like I can't talk to no man that can possibly be a serious relationship that doesn't have kids is because he's not going to understand when I got to fall back from the plans we made because, you know, right. this child needs this or this child. They'd be like, but, but we made 
Sir, I'm not here to argue with you. I told you I can't make it tonight. That's it. All right. All right. I'll make it up to you. You know, two dick sucks on Saturday. What do you say? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going gonna to have to bend for me. And I feel like a father mindset will understand, like, when it comes to kids, shit pop up. Exactly. You can't be first. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's why I said uh, I was like, you know what? It, yeah, you probably need to stick with what you're doing. Yes. <laughs> um, the person uh, lets you in mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and future-wise. I can take you seriously. Yeah. These are not bad. These are not bad reasons. These are not. Oh, I need him to. Um, you know, drive a Porsche truck in order for me to be interested. I'm, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Because I see the flip shot, I, I see the flip side of people having luxury things and asking for an extension. Uh-huh. I, see, I see the flip side of people having these nice houses and shit and they're six months in behind on their mortgage. I <laughs> That shit don't impress me. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Did you get what for it? Listen, who you stunting for? Mm-hmm. When, right. the, when, the, when the effort is genuine, I can take you seriously. If you like more than what's surface about me and I like more than what's surface about you, I can take you seriously. Someone that I can enjoy loving on, I can take you seriously. If I seen you, this is the last shit right here and this is it for me. If I've seen them happy, sad, angry, surprised, bored, emotional, depressed, low on money and options, and I still can handle, we good money. Yeah, that I, that's the biggest fact right there. A lot of people only awesome. fuck with people that they see in a good level. Mood all the time, yeah. That's why the people talk about, oh, it's only good vibes. It's only good vibes. Shut your stupid ass up. You're not going to be in no relationship with only good vibes. There's gonna be downtimes. There's gonna be upset times. When when one of you loses your parent in that relationship, you're gonna be like, "Oh, good vibes. Stop crying. I'll let right. you get vibes." <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, right. realistic. Like, you better be ready to accept somebody emotionally on every level that you're dealing with. If you're gonna be in a relationship, now if you just went out here dating and being a fuck piece of shit, yeah, only good vibes can be your motto, and and that's it. Only good vibes is just some shit that sounds good on stickers and t-shirts. It's uh-huh. not because some days nobody's not doing shit to me and I just wake up like a fucking bat out of hell. Why are you so negative today? I don't know. Yeah, but that's so- how I am today. And I'm at an emotional, intelligent point to be like, even to my kids, hey, I'm not in a good mood today. I don't want to yell at you. So just do what you need to do and stay out of my way. Yeah. If I was in a relationship, I would be able to tell my man, hey, it's not your fault. There's nothing that you're doing wrong. I'm just, I just feel irritated today. I don't know why. I'm just letting you know. So don't get offended or either stay away from me if you don't want to be. <laughs> Boom. There, there was, there was a week when I was changing my fucking diet a year and a half ago. And I was basically going through food withdrawal and I was so fucking mean and angry. Uh-huh. And I felt that shit. It, it was just like a heaviness on me. Anything I was I was gonna get pissed off about. To the point where nigga, I didn't even know why the fuck I was crying. 
<laughs> and I told I told one of my kids' dad, I said, Hey, is it okay that you keep her for the week for me? Because I don't want her to get this backlash. Mm-hmm. And he kept it. He kept her. And it's a it's that level of maturity that I need. I don't need nobody to go argue back and forth with me about nah, you gonna keep her. That's yeah. how people that's how people who don't have help end up putting their kids in a car and driving off a cliff. Uh-huh. Well, I can't do this, so might as well get rid of both of us. <laughs> like, Yo. You know what I'm saying? So, so when, when you get somebody that's mature enough and self-aware enough to tell you who they are and, and what they cannot do and what they're looking for, stop trying to change that. Mm-hmm. If you know you're not a hundred percent ready for a relationship that somebody is wanting, wanting, stop agreeing to that shit. Yep. Just because the ring is big doesn't mean you need to say yes. There you go. Facts. Just because just because the titties are soft and the ass is fat and the pussy is wet doesn't mean you need to release. <laughs> Especially if it's fake. Listen. So when to take it seriously is something you gotta know for you, and it has to be on some honesty shit to the point where even if they're a great person and a good catch, honestly, because you respect them enough, you say no. Mm-hmm. Don't be selfish and say yes because you want to hog their time or you don't want anybody else to have them. Because a lot of people do that shit. A lot of people are with people right now, not because they like them, or they want a future with them, just because they can't handle the mindset of losing that person. Yep, I don't want to be lonely. I need to be have somebody in my life. You're like, you selfish motherfucker. Listen! So, that's my reasons. Ain't no excuses over here. I know I got work to do. I know um, it's not fair for me to see a man ask him to commit to me knowing I'm only going to give him 70%. And with that dungeon, I do understand that I might be shooting myself in the foot. Uh I might be losing out right now on someone that can make my life 100% easier and better because... I'm not emotionally, mentally, and uh, willing to compromise with a man being scared of them disappointing me. Yeah. And I, I got to be okay with that because that's nobody else's problem but mine. Facts. So there's that. That's facts. Any any last words? I mean, the only thing I can say on my uh, side of the whole opinion is uh, when to take them seriously, uh, my answer is when we both decide to take each other seriously. Because mm. yeah. it, it just needs to be a conversation. Yeah. It, hey, your decision and my decision is our decision. So once we both decide, hey, Let's lock this down. Let's lock it in this contract. We in this. We doing this with each other. There you go. You done. You don't have to worry about is the other person, you know, this. Do they have kids? Do they have that? Like, y'all Y'all have both decided and said it together. Like, there's not one person who's coming off as desperate. Not one mm-hmm. 
coming off as needy or somebody who's got an ulterior motive. It literally is. We sat down and had a conversation, and we agreed that we locking it in. Yeah. But y'all heard Shan's points. Take them, take them and write them down. They definitely were uh, worthy of a way you can strategize to not get into another relationship with another worthless loser that mm. you didn't have to make excuses for for the next two to three years or the rest of your life, like some of y'all like to do. Yes. Um, well, <laughs> on our, on our um, Twitter page, I put up the clip of uh, the Raisin in the Sun. I think oh. that's the movie with... Um, with uh, Holly Berry. No, with oh, that's um, basketball. What am I talking about? With Denzel, with Denzel Washington and um, Viola Davis. Yeah, 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 okay. And they were in the kitchen. And she was like, "I gave you eighteen years. Everything I wanted, I put it into you." That's not his fault. Oh wait, no, that's not really. That's fences. Oh yeah, fences. That yeah. like that's not his fault. Uh huh. Yeah, so, like you decided to waste eighteen years of your life. <laughs> and and I With- said, I said. And I said on the tweet, I said, y'all better learn y'all boundaries now yep. with the people you in relationships with. So you don't turn around 18 years later or, you know, 15 years later and blaming each other for why y'all stay. Yep. Be saying this shit right here. Hey, 50 years for you. You were like, nah, nigga, you're not doing that. <laughs> you did it for yourself. looking at you, her you like... like- she was like, I could, you know how many men I could have had? And he like, shit, well, I can't help you. I put my dick in pussy and you should have put your, had somebody put your dick in you. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. So I'd rather have these reasons, honestly, about me and be honest about, like, I'm not perfect. There's, there's, you know, traits about me that I need to make better. My stubbornness, um, my uh, need to, I'll just do it myself instead of give somebody the space to try with me. I got to fix that before I'm just like, yes, I want to be in a committed relationship. I got to figure out how to commit to myself. Mm-hmm. You know? And so however, wherever that takes me, that's what I'm riding. I'm not riding no artificial shit. I'm not trying to be beautiful on the outside and fucked up on the inside. I'm not trying to have a 10-bedroom, 8-bathroom house, and it's just me there to be like, I did this on my own. I'm an independent woman. That's that's not my goal. I would love to do that with somebody. But I can't sit here and say, I'm going to do that with somebody and be dishonest to the person I'm with. Exactly. So, is that... This has been uh, the Real Relationship Report. I was 20 minutes late. I apologize. Um, doing mom-like things, not looking at the fucking clock. I did not set an alarm, so that was my fault. I apologize. But uh, this episode will be up on Monday morning in its full entirety uh, to let the people know Monday, you know, when to take them seriously. All right? You can find Dungeon on IG at OG underscore Dungeon. Okay, and you can find me at Shambi Podden on TikTok, on Twitter, on IG, ShambiPodden.com to see all of the podcasts. And uh, that's it. You know, we will see you guys in May. This is the last show for April. 
And uh, Dungeon already got his show that he want to do for May. You know, he beat me to the punch. That's cool. Y'all in trouble. <laughs> y'all in trouble for that show. Yeah, y'all cool. Um, but Matter of fact, we might do that the weekend Kendra Lamar finally releases his next fucking album. May 13th. May 13th. At Friday the 13th, we set it for that. Set that show for that day. We'll use Kendrick music as an intro. Okay. <laughs> got you. I got you. We in there. But good show. Good show. I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Y'all be good out there, man. Bye. Peace out.